look, <laughs> I'm on Struggle Street, but we're getting there. Mm. I'm not surprised you're on Struggle Street, to be completely honest. Yep. We are now four weeks out from the show. Um, everything's going really smoothly. I'm really happy with everything. If you guys follow my YouTube prep series journey, you would know what's happening at the moment. But um, yeah, definitely just feeling that like death, not death, but like, yeah, death. It's, I was going to say, don't, it's like death warmed up a yeah, little bit. Pretty much. Yeah. Death in the microwave. Really. Yeah. Energy is just not all there. Um, hunger is there, but it's been there the whole time. It's not really phasing me that side of things. Um, but overall still loving prep. That's Yay. not changing. Um, but yeah, just really feeling the energy drop. That's all. Love that for you. But miss, you have a funny share for us this I week. I do. Oh, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Oh God. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, got my car serviced again. Well, no, a few weeks ago I got my car serviced and they needed to replace something with the water pump. But they didn't have the part that day, so I had to take it back a of couple course. weeks ago. Of course. And I got a hire car for the day. Very nice hire car. That was such a nice car. It was. Mm, it was fancy. It was really, really nice. I loved it. A really massive um, key. But... Oh, no, this is another one. Oh, okay. So the last, the most recent time... Okay. Yeah, they gave me a different car. Oh, which okay. Which was equally as nice. Okay, we love that. Oh, oh. But, so I pull up... I've reverse parked this car that I don't normally drive. I was very proud of myself. I was like, yes, go me. Reversed it. It got out of the car. And then all of a sudden I shut the door and the car started to go off. Like the, like you the know, beeping? The, yeah, the beeping yeah. that the cars make when someone breaks into it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I've broken the car. <laughs> so I unlocked it. It didn't stop. I sat in the car. Didn't stop. I turned it on. It finally stopped. And Were was, people like around you? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> yep. People everywhere. There was a group of like tradie guys behind me. Oh, watching, even better. Watching. We I could see you. them and I was like, oh, out. <laughs> so I sit in the car and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Why are you yelling at me? Like literally talking to the car. Like, yeah. why are you yelling? Finally got the courage to get out. I was like, these tradie guys aren't going away. I'm just going to get out. I'm going to be a boss bitch. Yep. Love it. I got out, carefully shut the door just in case that did it. Locked the car. It was fine. I just have this vision of you, like, you know those cartoons where, like, they, like, really slowly put their toe on, like, that was a piece of, like, a, the single wood. toe? Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> me. <laughs> so I get out, carefully, get out, carefully shut the door. And I'm like, oh, thank God. It's not making noise. Lock the car very carefully. Not making noise. And I was like, thank God. As I walk past these group of tradie guys, they're laughing at me. And I was like, fair enough. I'd probably yep. laugh at me too. Yep. And they were like, it wasn't your car making the noise. And I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> that, was my, what? that was my reaction. And I looked at them and I was like, what? And they were like, that wasn't your car making the noise. It was a car next to you beeping. It's done it like twice since we've been standing here. And I was like, someone shoot me. <laughs> have literally just watched me be like what the fuck is wrong with you and get back in the car and everything like that it wasn't me okay question zara mm -hmm. did you think to check the lights flashing when the beeping was going off i was just so focused on the fact <laughs> that this car that i don't normally drive because it's not mine was yeah, beeping you know and yelling yeah okay look at the time it didn't occur to me clearly i hadn't had lunch 
I was I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they were like, it wasn't your car. They were like, we're laughing with you, not at you. And I was like, no, yeah, you're sure. laughing at me because yeah, sure. I'm not laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, we were going to tell you, but it was, it was, just too it was funny. kind of funny. And I was like, I didn't find it funny. And Aww. now I'm really embarrassed. And I was like, oh, well, you know, obviously this isn't my car. I didn't preface to them that it was a loan car. I just said it wasn't mine. Yeah. And they all sort of just looked at me like, did this girl just admit that she stole this car? <laughs> and I was like... Oops. And then one of them was like, that's, um, that's impressive that you managed to steal a car that new. Cause it was like a 2021 car. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, no, no. Like it's a higher car from Volkswagen. <laughs> and they were like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. oh, Zara, I know rocky wow. errors, really good stuff from you. Good stuff. That's like prep brain stuff. Right I, there. It was, I mean, you are in a deficit at the moment. Yeah. So, um, look, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah look not my finest moment but it's no, fine but it's okay we still love you zara it's fine thank you and i'm glad look i made those guys day they you found did. it funny you so did. you're welcome really <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> but miss you also have a topic for us to talk about today i do yeah i've been seeing this trending on my ticky tax recently aka tiktok yes sorry <laughs> i should have prefaced that <laughs> um i've seen a lot of people asking other TikTokers, um, how they manage to get their gains and like how to make sure that they're training hard enough in the gym and everything like that. So I thought we could talk about it today. I love that idea. Thank you. It's a really good topic. You're welcome. So would you like to start off with this topic or? No, you can start. I gave the topic, you can start. Oh, okay. Is that how it is? (laughs) I have decided. I've only done this many episodes and now we decide that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess the first question is, how do you know if you're training hard enough? Yeah. And, you know, this is actually a question that a lot of people do ask me as well, just, mm. you know, in general check-ins on Weeks Fit. Um, you just know. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's kind of the answer. And whenever I say this to people, they kind of look at me like, what? Like, what do you mean? You'll know when you know. Oh, you know. You know when you're training hard enough. But also, mm. let's be honest, we know when we're not training hard enough. We know when we're yeah. half-assing it. We know when we could do better. We know when we finish leg day and we're walking to the car quite stable. You're and skipping fine. to the car? Yeah. You've not done it right. Exactly. Like, we know. We do mm. know. It might be our ego that's telling us differently, mm. but we know. Yeah. And to be honest, I will admit that I wasn't really training quads properly until maybe two months ago when I started training with my friends at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew that quad day was like my. Ugh. I just, I hate quads. I Oof. despise it. I just, yeah. Um, mainly because like the single leg stuff. I hate single leg stuff because it just takes too long. My heart rate gets up really high and I just hate it. Stressed. I'm just a princess. The look on your face <laughs> just thinking about it is stressful. <laughs> the boys at the gym call me a princess on this day because I am lit- I am a princess when I train quads because I'm like, oh, do I have to? Like, They should yeah. just get you a little tiara. Look, I would wear it though. Be- on quad day, I would wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so because I knew that this was like a little problem, I don't want to say problem, but it was like where I was lacking in my yeah. training, I decided to reach out to some of my guy friends at the gym and said, Hey, can you come train with me? Push me, like actually push, push me, me, yell at me even, um, just so I can get through quad day, but also have some fun with some friends, which will keep my mind yeah. off the fact how sore it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my first friend who I trained with, he made me cry. 
I literally trained so Brilliant. hard. Not saying this is what everyone should do, but I did give my mate Alex specific instructions to train me hard. Yeah. And he had me crying on the leg press and I was, I like literally rolled out of the angled leg press and just laid there. And all of the other boys in the gym found it hilarious. They were like, oh, she's finally training quads. And I was just like, yeah. I would have paid to see that. Oh, it was, it was a sight. It was a sight. It would have brought me so much joy. Yeah. But ever since that session, Mm. my intensity has just gone to the next level. Like, not just in quads, in all of my sessions now. Mm. Like, I know where I was kind of lacking. Like, in my head, I'd let's say on paper, it would be 8 to 10 reps. I'd get to 8 and stop. Yeah. Or I'd get to 10 and could easily do more on the weight that I was doing, Mm -hmm. but would just stop at 10 because that was 10. But we all have that mental barrier. We all have a mental barrier of some sort. Can you think of what yours is in training? Mine's arms. Yeah. Because especially like anything like chest press, basically where you have a weight above your head. Really? Freaks me. Like it's just the mental barrier of like, yeah. Yeah. It's just the mental barrier of like, oh, if I go too heavy on this, I could really smash my face. Mm -hmm. It's that. But really, I just need to remember that I am strong enough to hold things sometimes. Um, (laughs) I have baby hands. I don't, not very strong (laughs) in the hands. Um... Yeah, you just sort of need to remember that it's okay mm. if you, I don't know, maybe just don't drop it on your face. But it's pretty hard to drop it on your face. Yeah. Like, you it, know when your grip is going to let go. Exactly. And, like, yeah. you know when you're not strong enough to lift it. Like, you know from the first rep, you're like, oh, no. Nah. Like, you're yeah. not going to be silly to do that. No. But um, do you feel like sometimes you hold back on the weight then? Oh, yeah. Mm. On my upper days, I notice, I'm like, oh, I really, I finished the session and I'm like, I could have lifted heavier. I could have done more reps, but I didn't because it was just that mental block. Yeah. Have you ever overcome that mental block? Recently, yes. And how did In you like feel? In like the last two weeks I have. How did you feel afterwards? Sore, but so strong. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh my God, I did it. Yeah. And I realized I could do it and mm-hmm. it is okay. And so ever since you stopped that mental block, yeah. now, now how do you feel? Is it, is it still there sometimes or is it kind of just not Sometimes, there? but now I just ignore it. Good. Which is what you should do. (laughs) Yes. Obviously, to, you know, to be safe, that's number one. Like, you've got to be safe in the gym. So don't go lifting 100 kilos if you can't lift 100 kilos. But, you know, push through the mental block when you know you're letting it be there, when it doesn't necessarily need to be there, 100%. Mm. But, um, yeah, so we all know when we're lacking. We all know where we lack. We all know where we can train harder. Mm. We also know where we thrive, like, I thrive on shoulder day. Really? Shoulder day. Yeah. Right. Everyone knows. Once again, everyone knows. <laughs> Quad day is just not my day. Everyone knows that shoulder day is my day. Like I walk in, I'm like skipping through the gym because I'm so excited to train See, shoulders. My, I'm the opposite. I love quad day. What the hell, If I could man? train quads every single day, I would. That's me with shoulders. Interesting. We're the opposite. Mm, we are the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's because I have such a long way to go down. I'm so tall. And that is so true. Short. Yeah. But like for oh. you, that's such a long way up. Yeah. Wow. I figured out the other day, I saw a TikTok hack mm. of how to bring the lap pull down bar down far enough for short people. I never have this problem. Yeah, I know you don't have this problem because anyway, you have freakishly long limbs. I, I see people standing up on that machine to like pull it down all the time. Is, <laughs> is that you? Yes. 
Or when I've got to change it, like yep. change the clip, I hate it. No. I hate when people change the lap pull-down bar. I'm like, just leave it as the big long one because that's what I need. No, but there's other grips. Yeah, I know. So okay. then I have to stand on the benchy bench, okay. reach up, and then everyone in the gym legit just looks at you because all of a funny. sudden there's someone standing on a bench. Yeah. Mm. But what have you learned? What was the hack? You would, So you take the clip out. Like the weight clip, you take it out completely, pull it down to the height that you need, and then clip it into the weight that you need. And it essentially, you know, the. I, know, I thought it should very, be able to do that. It can. The very top, like plate, it's not even a weight yeah. plate, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. It lifts oh. up and brings it down to the height that you need, and then you put it into the. Yeah, but thing. I thought you can't actually put the clip back in. One, when mm-hmm. there's a weight in movement, I didn't think because it would let you. The top one isn't even a weight. It's just oh. sort of like a thing. Yeah, I found it on TikTok the other day and I was like, <gasps> and I tried it and it worked. Well, everyone, try it. Let and us know. And there was know. another short girl that was, I saw her. I she saw her it. looking at me. She did it. And she, well, no, she just sort of stood like mouth open like, <gasps> oh my God, we can do that. <laughs> a legend. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but back to the topic. Yes. <laughs> What are we talking about? Um, so what do we do to train harder then? Obviously. Yeah. Overcome the the fear. Mm. Um like you, I find training with people is always a good way to go. They because open up other your people eyes. are always able to see and be like, dude, you can lift so much heavier than that. What are you doing? But you also have a spot if you need one. Yeah, exactly. So then you feel comfortable in case it's, something goes wrong. Yeah. Even if it's not like the other day when I was lifting heavier I, Zach was just in the gym. So mm. I was just like, could you just watch from a distance? And if I look like I'm going to die, just walk over and mm. grab. Um, yeah. So that's always comforting. Like having someone to go with. Yeah. I think not hovering over weights. So for example, if you find that you naturally just yeah. go towards the five kilo dumbbell, because that's what you always do for a shoulder press, catch yourself on it. Yeah. And Force your hand to go to the six kilo dumbbell instead. And hey, if you fail, who cares? Put it back. Go back to the five kilo dumbbell. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I think people really worry about failing Mm. with weights. They do. Like you're supposed to do 10 reps and you can only do five. No one's going to know. No one's going to know. And also, most people in the gym aren't watching you. They really don't. They really don't care. Normally, if you think someone's staring at you through, like, the mirror... They're not looking at you. They're looking at themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just them. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. And who's going to know? And all you do is you go, oh, okay, I can't lift that to 10 reps, so I'll just... Go back down. Go back down. Let, that's fine. Let the ego go. That you shouldn't yeah. have... Ego go. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't have an ego in the gym. Mm-mm. It's not going to help you. You don't have to be lifting the heaviest weights. You don't have to be doing everything 100% perfect. To, to be fair, no one's perfect in the gym. No, everyone makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Everyone, their technique's a little bit off in some point mm-hmm. through their training. The only person who's perfect is C-Bum. That's what that, I've come down to. And that's a fact to live by. That oh, yeah. man can do no wrong. Beautiful boy. He could hit me with his car and be like, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> he could. run me down with his car and I'd be like thank you thank you so much I really appreciate that see bum if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) oh dear um but 
I think everyone has a misunderstanding around being sore. Mm. That is one thing I've noticed. Like I sometimes in check-ins, sorry if you can hear a dog squeaking in the background, it's either Ollie or Flynn, but anyways, back to the topic. <laughs> um, yeah, they think that if they're not sore, they're not working hard enough. That's not necessarily true. Mm. To an extent, yes, obviously, when you lift heavier, when you do more reps or when you do a different type of training or it's a new training block, yes, mm. you're going to be sore. Or if you go step outside the comfort zone in general, yes, you're yeah. going to be sore. But you're not going to be that I can't walk sore 24-7. You're not. No, and if you are... Then there's you something need, wrong with your yeah, recovery. I was say, you need to look at something. Exactly. Like, yeah, you should be like maybe a little bit stiff. Like, for example, I'm a little bit stiff in the shoulders and biceps today from my session on Saturday. Like, yeah. not, oh my God, I can't hold anything. Yeah, but just like a little like, oh yeah, that's a bit stiff there. Like if someone rubbed that, that'd be kind of nice, to be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or same thing with my glutes. Like when I train glutes, yeah, they're like a little bit stiff, but mm. I can still go about my daily life. I'm yeah. not struggling to get off the toilet. Right? That's never fun. Exactly. So, yes, you should be sore at some points and mm. to an extent, but not all the time. So, if you think that you're not training hard enough because you're not sore, no, incorrect. If you're sore all the time and you think that's because you train hard, I would look at your recovery yeah. and think again. Because that would tell me oh, your recovery is not 100%. Like, are you taking magnesium? Are you having enough protein? Um, are you getting a massage? Are you, are you focusing on recovery, rolling out, stretching, etc.? Like mm. you're not supposed to be that sore twenty four seven. No, definitely not. Um, what was the other part of that TikTok that you were saying? How to um, know if you're training hard enough and like why you should train hard enough essentially to help build. Ah, uh, yeah. Everything. Well, let's be honest. You're not gonna have a great day every day in the gym. No. And if you have the expectations of having to train hard every single time you go into the gym, I was thinking again. Because you're going to yeah. have your off days. And you are, yeah, you're going to walk out of the gym some days and be like, oh, that really wasn't a great session. Yeah. I could have done X, Y, and Z. But maybe you just had like a, a bad day. Maybe you're really tight. Maybe you, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. But don't make that a reason to just leave your session. I, mm-hmm. my pet peeve is when people go to the gym they do two exercises and go, nah, I'm going. That's just giving up. Yes. I'm not kidding. People do that. There are people out there who do that because they think that they're not training hard enough. Obviously, I mean, if you feel sick. something is better than nothing. Exactly. If you feel sick, then yeah, don't try and go home. Like yes. that's different. Or if you're injured, yes, go home. But if it's more of a, oh, I didn't lift heavy for my first two exercises, I'm going to go home. No, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. You're still there. You're still doing something that's better than nothing. Yeah. Don't give up just because you can't train hard enough in air quotation marks. Mm. And there's always different reasons why maybe you're not lifting as heavy as normal. Maybe why you can't do as many reps at this weight as normal. Mm. There's so many different factors to that. Like me right now. Obviously, my energy is not where it was a few weeks Mm. ago. So, yes, I'm starting to lift lighter or maybe not be able to do the top amount of reps you know, maybe I'm having to focus on technique more than ever because yeah. I can't lift 100 kilos anymore. Mm. Lifting 100 kilos just sounds terrible to me right now. Yes, that's training hard, but I'm training hard as I can right now with yeah. the energy that I have and given the circumstances. And that's kind of what it should come down to. Train hard to what you can for that day. Yeah. It shouldn't be a 10 out of 10 every day. If you look at the R- RPE, 
which is like the rating of how hard you're working for a session, for example, mm. you kind of want to be hitting around seven to eight, I say. That's kind of like me, seven mm-hmm. to eight regular. Yeah, there'll be a 10 every now and again, but at least try to get to seven to eight. You might have one off, that's about a five, and that's when yeah. you're really not feeling crash hot, but about seven to eight in work. I think that's a good number. Yeah, I that's think that's my opinion. fair. Yeah, some people say it has to be a 10 all the time. Mm, no. I just don't think that's, I don't think that's a safe words sustainable no or realistic to go in every day and be like i'm gonna hit a 10 out of 10 every day yeah and you know those heart rate monitors that people wear yeah yeah don't don't rely on them your heart is going to be healthier the more you work out Mm. meaning your heart rate is actually going to drop over time which means you won't be hitting that red zone as per se like I know back at F45, there was, oh God, this is going back a while now, but I know there was different colors. It was like blue was resting, purple was middle, like kind of resting. Mm. And then there was like pink, which means you were like in a really good zone, like that seven to eight zone. Yep. Red was 100% number 10. And you wanted to stay in that pink zone. But I remember people who would start at F45 would be in the red zone because they were so unfit, right? Well, yeah. Because... And then as you get fitter, your heart rate comes down. And it's going to be in the pink zone. And they would get so frustrated to why it wouldn't be in the red. And it was like, well... This is a good thing. You're fitter now. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your heart rate's doing. You're fitter. You have a healthier heart. If anything, this is a great thing. Yeah. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Don't be looking at your watch thinking, why is my heart rate not at 150 beats per minute while doing a shoulder press? You know, you're probably yeah. a lot fitter than what you were when you first... Oh, probably a lot fitter now than when you first started. Also, you should always be aiming for technique... Oh, muscle yes. activation mm. and actually getting the benefits from your training. That's how you know you're training with purpose. Yeah. I think that's the difference too. Like if you're just lifting a weight for the sake of lifting a weight, well, are you really doing anything or are you just trying to chop your arm off? Yeah. Or throw your back out. Or, exactly. I don't know, smash your head. The amount of girls that I see at the gym in particular who try to go over a hundred kilos in a hip thrust but they're literally just throwing this weight around in the air and mm-hmm. not actually having any proper contraction of the glutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's frightening. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> I I'll know admit, what you mean. Too. I used to be that girl. I used to be able to hip thrust 200 kilos and be like, yeah, look at me. But you're just sort of throwing it around. I'm just throwing that weight around. There was mm-hmm. no freaking point. Mm-hmm. You know, the point of my training is to make my glutes look bigger on stage. Yeah. Is throwing a re- weight around going to do that? Probably not. Am I going to injure myself? Yes. Mm. I can't get injured. I'm in prep. Yeah. So now I do about 80 kilos Mm. and that's with mind muscle connection and I'm getting the best burn ever. Yep. Well, I only do 40 kilos of hip thrust and my glutes are burning by Mm -hmm. the end of it because Mm -hmm. it's again, that mind muscle connection and focusing on technique and all of that sort of stuff. And sometimes it is the ego thing when you walk in and there's another girl there and you're like, oh, she's, she's hip thrusting like mm. 140 kilos. I should be able to do that. D- should you? Really? Like, what's your purpose? Yeah. Why do you need to, why do you need, other than your ego mm. and, you know, feeding that ego, why do you need to do that? You don't. Or if someone else in the gym's deadlifting 100 kilos and your max is 70 should you really walk over and try and deadlift that 100 kilos? Probably. Absolutely not. Because <laughs> your back will go, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely in your training, instead of focusing on, you know, going faster, lifting heavier or whatever it might be that you have your focus set to right now, switch it to 
mind-muscle connection? Mm-hmm. Am I feeling it in my shoulder, in my actual delt, when I do this lateral raise? Or am I feeling it in my trap? Mm. Switch it then, okay? I need to focus on getting this in to my delt, not my trap. Mm. Um, you know, am I actually feeling that burn in my glutes after a hip thrust? Or am I getting a sore back? Mm. Okay, drop the weight back. Focus on the glute activation. Another thing is, if your coach or a program that you're on has time under tension, make sure you follow it. It is there for a reason. Yeah. Don't go going one second up, one second down. If it says two second hold at the top, three seconds on the way down, you follow that to a T. It's there for a reason. Yeah. Don't be like, oh no, I can lift heavier without that time under tension. Well, that that's the point. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. Exactly. So just be disciplined with those things with time under tension mind-muscle connection, even rest times. You know, a lot of us can be so focused on our phones. I don't go on my phone anymore when I train. I mm. put it on Do Not Disturb and I do not touch it. The only time I'll touch it is to see what I'm training. Yeah. That's it. If anyone tries to call me, text me, message me, whatever. Unavailable. They do not hear from me until after my gym session. Yeah. And, like, I know sometimes it's like, oh, but what if this person calls me? Okay. They call you. But what's the difference between you training and you being asleep? Yeah. They can wait. If it's an emergency, that's different, obviously. Mm. But try to keep that phone away from you. The, the phone is a massive distraction. You oh, don't yeah. need it. The no. phone will make you not focus on your rest time. Because like, let's be honest, we're on our phone and suddenly it's been five minutes. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. I made a mistake. So I challenge everyone listening to this podcast this week. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb or keep it in your bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do not touch it for your whole session this week. Mm-hmm. as soon as your session starts phone is away you can touch it to check your workouts or if you really want to take it to the next level write it in a book hold that book with you Ooh. wherever you go that's what my coach does actually really? he puts his phone away does not touch it and he writes it and in a book and he puts everything in a book and he carries that book around the gym yep. yeah I've seen a couple of people at the gym just carry a book around I'm mm-hmm. like nice yeah Good I wish you. I could do that honestly but yeah. yeah I feel like I'd forget to write it down yeah like, I feel like I'd lose my phone I just lose my phone. <laughs> like, crap. Where is it? All right. Well, I think that's all for this episode. I think so. Well, if you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow us at Project Upgrade Podcast, or you can follow myself underscore Samantha Wicks. And I am Zaba14. And what's happening at Wicksfit? We still have that discount code, don't oh, we? Oh, yes, yeah, we, we do, do still have that discount code active yeah. in the show notes. Yes. Yes. And we have some very exciting things coming. We do. Oh my god, this next these next couple of months are going to be hectic for Wixfit. So if you're not in Wixfit, I recommend signing up like today. Yes. You don't want to miss out on what's coming. No, it's going to be big. <laughs> it's going to be very exciting. I'm excited. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Miss. Goodbye.